And welcome to episode number 107 of the Average Man Podcast, Better in Black. Hey, this week we have the local artist and photographer, Bobby Lockyer on. I've been teasing this for a while and we've finally made it happen. So we're going to jump straight into this now. Um, Hope you guys really enjoy it. I've been looking forward to this one for a long time. So let's not mess around. Let's just get in and get it done. And we're live, sort of. Um, Welcome, Bobby. We finally made it happen. Yeah, finally. It's been a few months and I, I knew you were going to choose that song for the start. Did you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, you've had the – well, she's – I love Thelma Plum. She's awesome. I didn't know much of the music that you sort of sent through, but I know I know Thelma Plum and I love that song and I see you've been doing the um, the, the Wear It Black Wednesday on, yeah. on Instagram. So I thought that was a pretty good um, – yeah, pretty yeah. fitting. You knew I was going to pick it. Yeah. I was, when you said it was going to be a surprise, I was like, I bet you it's going to be better in black. Which, it's perfect. Yeah. Great song. Love Thelma. Yeah, yeah. She's cool. How good is she, eh? Yeah. Um, look, man, I'm pretty excited for this one. I'm a little bit nervous because I haven't had a guest all year and you're a bit nervous too. That's fine. We'll get over the little speed humps and just get into it and have a chat and it'll be good. Um, I know people would be really excited to hear from you. Um, I, I love your work. I love everything that you're doing. It's really cool. Um, and you're obviously a super busy woman. Hence the reason it's taken a while to put this together. Everyone has life. Everyone has things that just pop up. And um, but yeah, I'm really glad that you're on here. And um, yeah, look, you're pretty active on social media, Insta. Yeah. Is that sort of your um, your main kind of marketing tool? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. I started many years ago on Facebook, but Facebook sort of changed. And mm. yeah, I just. I thought I'll give Instagram a crack and I'm a little bit addicted to it. So, Well, you're, you're good at it. So, <laughs> I, I, yeah, Facebook's a funny one. Hey, I don't really use it anymore. I promote the podcast on there and I use Marketplace, but um, I don't like all the rants and like, yeah. I don't know, it's a bit of a weird spot Facebook's now. definitely changed and yeah, I feel like it's time for something better. <laughs> yeah. And I think on Instagram, you can cultivate your feed a bit bit more like Facebook I've got people like that I went to school with that I've I don't see or speak to yeah and um, you feel bad about deleting them yeah <laughs> you're connecting but also you haven't seen them forever and are you really friends yeah yeah and Instagram will have sort of more like people who are doing cool shit from all around the world you know artists and musicians and like um, athletes and stuff like that and friends and and yeah it's just a bit more an over creative space I think yeah and more personal yeah, yeah. have you have you heard of um, the lit app no. Um, a friend of mine actually had them on the podcast last year via Zoom. Um, they started a social media app. It's They're from – they're in Perth. Um, they're sort of trying to branch out around Australia at the moment, but it's got a lot of artists and musicians and stuff like that on their local business. They pump oh, money cool. back into the into local um, to the local business. So I think they, they give like credits out on the app for people who watch adverts and then you can use those credits like via your phone wallet. They've got an actual wallet back oh. in stores, that businesses that are, are connected yeah. with them. It's oh. pretty pretty cool. I'll have to check it out. Mm. Got the old dry mouth going. I'll, um, I'll send you through the, a link for them. They're pretty cool. Yeah, um, cool. The guy, I actually know him from some, not from school, but from the school days. And um, yeah. yeah. Is he one of those guys that are on your Facebook that you don't I, talk I've to got anymore? him on Facebook, but I've got him, I, I do still contact with him as well. So yeah. Um, but yeah, I've probably got him on Facebook and don't talk to him <laughs> on there. Um, yeah, with with Instagram, you you've um, you've obviously got a pretty big um, a big following on there and really really good content. It takes a lot of time to pick all that up. You must spend a fair bit of time. Well, you said you're addicted to it, but <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it doesn't actually take as long as one would think. Um, it's sort of just stuff that I do in a little bit of my downtime or between you know 
taking kids to and from places and when you're sitting in the car and waiting, I'll just do up a little post or something. Yeah, right. So, um, yeah, and I'm not really a person that like plans things in advance. I kind of just do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 I feel so guilty with my um, Instagram feed because I'm trying to help like build up a more of a, a following and, and um, get more listeners and all that sort of stuff. But I've got a full-time job as well and I'm just terrible at, at marketing for one and, and yeah. the online stuff. Like I just put I really do stuff just on the spur of the moment. I don't post every day. I don't yeah. engage very much with well, see, people. For me, I, I really love marketing. Yeah, um, right. Like, you know, obviously I'm a creative and um, I do all the sort of creative stuff, but also like one of my first jobs was in marketing. And yeah, I, just, right. I really love marketing and I feel like social media is something that um, – yeah, that I just have fun with. Like, it's not a task for me. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. It, like, such a different world now, hey, from 20 years ago. Like, the opportunities for people to make their own way, if they're good at marketing online especially. But just without all those gatekeepers there for certain industries now, you can kind of just, just get in and have a crack, put the work in. And, you know, if people like what you're doing, you can you can make a living out of it. It's so cool. Yeah, pretty much. Like, like with the podcast, it was just a way for me to um, – you know, I used to be involved in music a lot, make make music, and then had the kids. Didn't have a lot of time to do that because it's you know, yeah very time intensive. So the podcast was just a way to do something, just yeah. sort of get things out of my head. And you know, you didn't have this opportunity before, so it's just the oh, like I said, I'm not very good at it, but I love the whole idea of being able to market yourself and and um yeah 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 for me, um so I first started my photography business fifteen years ago or yeah 14 15 years ago yeah and like I when I want when I'm passionate about something and I want to learn about it I sign I could I kind of like oh what's the word where you just like focus on it you hyper fixate yeah yeah and I just wanted to learn everything about photography I got every single book out and every single you know YouTube video that I could watch so that I could learn about photography but the more I um got into it the more I read that you know you could be the most talented photographer in the world but if you're not good at marketing or mm. running a business, you're not going to get anywhere. So I put all my efforts into the marketing and that's where I sort of just grew my, I guess you say, fan base. And yeah, yeah. yeah. And so being a photographer and being a businesswoman, it's, you know, 40% photography or art. The rest is business and marketing. Yeah, I've got – that was – I was going to ask you that. Um, how much time do you spend creating? Because it just seems – got th- what, you got three three boys or something? Four boys. Four boys. Four boys. <laughs> I know how that goes. <laughs> you've got to – you're doing a lot of the time marketing and, and you've got a bunch of different hats you wear and you've got to actually create the content as well. So how, how much time do you spend creating Would in a, an average work week, would you, um, would you reckon? Are you a late-night person? Uh, I am a, I'm a bit of a late-night person, but I've also somehow weirdly turned into a morning person. So I'm basically a no-sleep person. Oh, yeah, one of those. <laughs> um yeah, I mean, if you count editing as creating, I'm always mm. creating because I will like do my photo sessions at sunset. I will edit during the day when the kids are at school mm. and when I'm in my shop, I will paint at night when they're asleep. Yeah, right. Um, so it's just never ending. And then social media is all in between. Yeah, I, I suppose you're, you're lucky that you love what you do so you can spend all, all of your spare time you know, doing it and it's, yeah. it's sort of therapeutic and it's your job as well. Yeah, so it... Most of the time it never feels like a job, it never feels like a chore. It's just me getting to express myself creatively and, and have fun. 
I mean, sometimes it does feel like a job, you know, when you have one of those clients. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or but, things you have to attend. Yeah, and, yeah. But most of the time, um, yeah, I just, I get to have fun. Yeah. And I'm very lucky that I get to. Yeah, no, that's that's awesome. And and like you say, the marketing when it comes to photography, I guess so many people now are out there having a, a crack at it and there's a lot of people you know, with, with the equipment today, a lot of people can take really good photos as well. So so marketing must be a, a massive, massive part of that. Uh, artwork's a little bit different though. You've got to kind of have it or you don't and you seem to obviously have it. But, oh, thank you. But yeah. Uh, how much is is one and how much is the other? Sort of, I know you do more than just, just the photography and the art, but how, how much would you say you spend? Is it sort of fairly even or more? Um, so when I had my first baby, he's 13 now, I kind of stopped painting altogether. It was so hard because yeah. I used to sew as well and I just stopped doing all that because you can't sit there and be painting when you've got a baby crawling around and <laughs> getting into need, everything and yeah. then they come and put their hands all over your painting. And oh, yeah. So I, I actually stopped painting for a fair while, you know, like eight years, yeah, nine right. years, and so I didn't paint. And so photography was my bread and butter yep. um, and built my business on that and then <clears throat> the graphic design as well. But um, in the last five years, it's I think painting is definitely taking more time, like – because I got back into it and I realised my passion and mm. I was like, why did I stop? Yeah. And so now I I definitely feel like I put more like 70% into my art yeah. and design and then the rest is photography. Did, did you miss it when it wasn't there or it was more something you started doing and then you realised how much you'd yeah, been like missing it? I missed it but, you know, every time I went to go and do it, I just it kind of felt I was kind of blocked and I couldn't mm. get creative and I and it felt forced and it was like, you know, you only have an hour to do this. Whereas, you know, when I paint, I don't want just an hour. I mm. want unlimited time. Yeah, it might take you an hour to get in the in the zone, eh? Yeah. And so um, my youngest is turning five in January and I started painting when he was little and it was a little bit hard still, you know, having a little baby and then three kids. Mm. Um, but I kind of – it was – a lot of it was for my own mental health mm. and I just – I needed to get back into painting to for my own healing. Yeah. And so, yeah, now painting, like, it sort of just became a priority in my life that I had to do because it made me feel better. Um, and, yeah, so now I just – I paint when the kids are asleep. Sometimes I paint when they're awake and they're just, like, you know, playing in the room or whatever. Yeah. And um, they're all, you know, a, a lot older now, so they kind of, you know, understand that they can't touch my stuff. And, well, I mean, the other day <laughs> – they got into my paints and they were painting a mask for Halloween. <laughs> um, and I was like, don't touch my paints because they were using my expensive paints. Oh, no. <laughs> but um, other than that, they don't really like go in my art studio or touch my stuff, which is, you know, it helps me to, um, you know, pick up the creati creativity whenever I can get in there. Have they got the bug, any of them? Yeah, they, they're all quite creative. Um, my oldest loves to paint. Um, the younger two... Oh, I feel like like my six-year-old, he likes photography more. Yeah, right. He loves to play with the camera and that. But my older two definitely love to paint. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. And I suppose now they, they help out as well when you when you need your time, they help with the younger one and, and yeah. keep him busy and stuff. Yeah, Man, it's, it's great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've just got the two and they're sort of, I don't know, they don't really help out. <laughs> they just both want your attention all the time. Yeah, well, my, my younger two, so they're, um, he's seven next week, so seven and four and they because I when I talk about my kids I talk about the two big boys are the big boys mm. and the two little ones are the babies mm. and so it's like you know I always say to my oldest you know make sure the babies aren't doing that or whatever so um we were doing 
a clean, spring cleaning and cleaning up. And then Lawrence, he's seven, and he's like, but babies don't clean. I'm like, um, <laughs> you're not a baby. You still have to clean. And he goes, no, me and Gussie are babies. I'm like, okay, yes, you're babies, but you're still kids and you've got to pick up your stuff. You've got to chip in. He's falling in a loophole there. <laughs> yeah, but he's like, no, we're babies. Babies don't clean. <laughs> Hey, um, so so walk us through your journey a little bit. You, you mentioned that um, uh, you, you have a background in marketing as well. That was your first job, job. Yeah. Um, and then you'll paint. You you you've been what? How long did you say you're doing the photography for? That was fifteen. Fi- years. Fifteen yeah. years. So that was sort of the main <clears throat> thing you started sort of making making money from or making a living um, from with photography. No, or, or? so. Uh, We'll go back to high school. Yeah, so you high, take yeah. Away, so. high school, um, I was always painting and doing art and sculpture and that and I managed to convince the principal to let me swap my – so when I was in year 11, I managed to convince the principal to let me swap my science class and my math class for the year 12 art class. So I was essentially doing four art classes a week, so my year 11 classes <laughs> and my year 12 classes. Yeah, right. Um, just wanted to do art and I just kept saying, I just want to do art. Like that's all I want to do as a career. And a teacher said to me um, – to, to, you know, to do art, you, you, there's only two choices. You can become an art teacher or you can become a starving artist. Oh, wow. And How supportive. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh, wow. So I did not want to be an art teacher um, yeah. back then. I mean, now I love teaching art. But, I, you know, I couldn't think of anything worse. And I was like, oh, I'm going to be a starving artist. So, like, what do I do? Um, <laughs> um, and then it was another teacher that introduced me to graphic design. I had no idea. Like I had been, you know, using the little app, uh, the program Paint. Do you remember mm. Paint with the pixels? Yeah, and I used yeah. to draw in that all the time instead of doing a computer class. I was doing Paint. Um, but then they taught me about, you know, graphic design and this whole world of Photoshop. And, and I was just like, wow, I love this. And then so after high school, I went to TAFE for graphic design. Yep. And I started doing that and... Um, yeah, I oh, so my first job was actually with a screen printer. Yeah, and right. so they were doing, so they had all the staff that were doing the actual screen printing, and I was in the office doing the getting the files prepped and stuff mm-hmm. in Illustrator and Photoshop and sort of like that. And um, actually, when I was pregnant with my oldest, they let me work from home. Doing oh yeah, the, that's cool. Um, and then when I had him, let me work from home doing that, and that's when I kind of branched out because some of their clients needed extra work that they couldn't take on. So yeah. I sort of branched out doing my own sort of freelancing for graphic design and then um, I worked at an art gallery doing the marketing traineeship. So that's where I sort of had the marketing and the graphic design. Yeah, right. Was that so, yeah. all, all in town, like high school? No, tape, so no? High, after high school I left, I went to Perth. The high, so high school was here and then you yep. went down TAFE in Perth and yep. you worked down down there. Yeah, and yep. so yeah, I worked in the art gallery in Perth and um, the screen printers and yep. yeah, and so it sort of just went from there and then I, I was at home with Sebastian, my oldest and just like freelancing from home because I discovered, you know, I could do this graphic design work at home mm. for clients all over the world. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so I sort of did that and then I picked up photography then and I branched my business from design to photography. Yep. And it just, yeah, went from there. Oh, cool. You did all your own marketing stuff like as far as your, your, um, yeah, your, your logo and your design and, and all yeah, that sort of yeah, stuff, my obviously. Website, yeah, website, everything. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah right. Well, you use Squarespace for your website, have um, you? I've got two websites. Yeah. So one is for my family photography and that's on WordPress. Ah, uh, right. Um, but my other one, that's my design and stuff, that's Squarespace. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, wow. So so that was all based out of, out of Perth and then you have your 
um, the two well so you had the all three boys before you and you were still just doing the photography and then you had the the fourth one when you started doing your artwork again is that right yes yeah, so I was in Perth had all my boys in Perth um, and when I left my husband um, I moved back up here with the kids mm-hmm. and my little one was uh, a couple of months old man that must be <laughs> Ah, that's a big change, big, especially that time with the with the young young baby like that. Yeah, it was it was definitely hard. I had um, my mum's help a lot. Um, so that first year when we first moved back to town, because I, I I was in a really bad marriage and a bad situation mm. with domestic violence, and I had to get out. And so I just wanted to come back home. I yeah. wanted to come back to Headland, and so I came back here. And that first year, I lived in my mum's place with my mum and my mum just really helped out with everything yeah. with my baby and yeah yeah and that was a part of that that healing process and my mum actually said to me you should paint again and she pulled the paints out and yeah yeah that's cool you still had some sitting around you had some yeah, mum had paints some. as well my mum's an artist as well so yeah, she had yeah, the paints right. and the canvas and she had some great big canvases that were um in in the room that had been there for years and not yeah. touched and she pulled them out and said you know just paint and yeah I actually I think the second one I painted, I entered into the Headland Art Awards and got it into that. And yeah, yeah. So what year was this? Uh, two thousand seventeen. Yeah, right. Wow. So it's yeah. been a fairly um, like so a lot's happened the last few years, eh? So it's been a yeah. fairly um, s- steep trajectory from that point on. Would you say? I think so. Um, yeah, because everything had been about my photography, and I actually, when I moved up here, I stopped the photography for the year because mm. um, I had a studio in Perth, and I had to like break the lease and all that and yeah. refund my clients and do all that. Were you still so, doing some graphic design stuff on, online no, in that period? No, no, no I no. just, I, too much kind of I had a lot, I was going through a lot of depression and I just, yeah, I stopped. Yeah. I was even going to sell my camera. Like I, oh, wow. I sold all my props. I was like, I, I don't want to do photography anymore. I don't want to yeah. do it. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, I just started painting more and I, I put it on my, um, on my Instagram, a painting which I felt, you know, I felt really weird putting my art on a photography page because everyone who followed me was for my photography. Yeah, right. So I put my art up there but there was like a really, really good response and so I just kind of kept doing it and then using my marketing I just thought, you know, I want to go big. I'm just going to keep putting my art out there and the more I did it the more – I know, it like filled my cup and made yeah. me feel better and yeah. yeah. Positive feedback and then you sort of got a bit of um, momentum. Yeah. And jump. then, yeah, so the, like the first major thing that happened with my art was that the Adelaide Thunderbirds got me to design a dress yeah. um, for their NAIDOC round and that was pretty amazing and they like flew me down to Perth and we had VIP um, oh, that's cool. seats and it was incredible. And yeah. then from there I was like, you know, I want to, I want to do more of this. Like, yeah. and I, like I would always loved fashion design and. Yeah. yeah. So the, 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 co- the collab stuff and the, and the, um, and the, um, the fashion design, there's a bit of that going on. Hey? Like you had some, some, um, designs featured at Paris fashion week yeah. recently. Hey, that's pretty huge. I know. I still <laughs> pinch myself. Um, yeah. So Rebecca at Deadly Denim, she actually contacted me, I think in like 2018, um, over my Facebook page and said, I really love your artwork. I'd love to feature it on my jackets. But I was still not really in the right place and I kind of just like brushed the message off yeah. and I didn't get back to her. I think it was like a year later I got back to her and I was like, hey, <laughs> do you still want to collaborate? She's like, yes, I love your work. And um, it kind of just went from there and then um, we had our work featured in New York Fashion Week wow. and then from there she was invited to apply for 
Paris Fashion Week and yep. we went we, we did it we did it together. We would had to do eight outfits and so we split it up, we did four each. Yep. And yeah, it's just I still finish myself. It's crazy. That's that's awesome. Did you how does that process work? Do you do like sketches and sort of specific to a certain type of garment or you just come up with ideas and then you tailor them to, to the No, to the... so we um so we, we applied and we just basically said this is what our theme is and our theme was um like Pilbara wildflowers yeah. with a 70s twist because yeah. we really like the 70s fashion. We both like – we have a lot in common, me and Rebecca. Yeah. And so we were like, yeah, let's do this, let's do that. And we were – all our ideas were churning. Um, so, yeah, we just sort of told them that without showing them designs but we had to like provide previous designs. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so when they accepted us it was like – I think we had like six weeks to get everything made and yeah, sent. Wow. It was crazy. Um, yeah, we both weren't sleeping and we were both <laughs> stressing. <laughs> but we got there in the end. Yeah, no, that came up great. It was awesome. That's Thank like, you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm really proud of that collection. What, 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 uh, so what have you got on the go? Like you've got the photography, you've got the graphic design, you've got the art, like the actual physical artwork. You've got the some of this, the the um, um, fa- the passion, the the fashion um, collabs you got this like ornament, ornamental stuff like what 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 have you got on the go <laughs> it's just like everything so much. And, yeah. and I also have my shop at the bungalow so. yeah yeah <laughs> um, yeah it's so hard for me to choose I like I love photography it's you know it's everything telling a story and yeah. creating but also I love my art and so for me it was just like I'm not gonna choose I'm gonna do do it all yeah. do what I love. Um, and, like, as a kid, I always wanted to do fashion design. I used to sit there and I used to sew little dresses for my Barbie dolls and, and dress them all up yeah, and, right. and draw outfits and stuff. But then I sort of, like, lost that dream along the way and now it's, like, come full circle back and I'm like, yeah, so my plans are to launch a fashion label next year. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. so that's my, that's my, like, big goal. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Uh, um, did you feel like coming back to – coming back home back to Headland was a definite turning point as you'd like the community got around you and then obviously you're selling artwork all around the country and I'm assuming overseas and stuff as well with, with um, um, the way the, the internet and everything works now but was that definitely a, a lot of community support that helped get you off the ground because I know um, the Headland loves you. <laughs> yeah I think so there was a lot of community support but it was also just um, like yeah me feeling um like accepted and home, mm. home again. And, um, you know, cause when I was in Perth, I didn't have a lot of friends when I was in that relationship. And so coming back here, you know, I've got, I've got friends, I've got family, I've got support. Yeah. Um, and yeah, Headland has been pretty great. And it's like my inspiration never runs out here. Like it's just so beautiful here. I love it. Just what I was going to ask you actually, how, how, how do you fill your cup and, and what do you get inspiration from? Cause you know, um, I'm addicted to, well, I'm obsessed with the ocean, so Mm -hmm. I love the beach. Um, Yeah, so just living in Headland, being at the beach, going going out on the reef with the kids, exploring, going to the caves and that. All of that is just, yeah, fills my cup and it's just so inspiring. Like you go down there and you look at the sand and you see like where the little crabs have got the little balls and stuff and just that, looking at that, I'm just like, oh. I could paint that and, those, and it just fills me, yeah. Those clear days out on the reef on the low tides are, are amazing. Oh, yeah, hey, when you and can just see the colour of the coral yeah. and, yeah. It's amazing because um, a lot of people have uh, negative things to say about Headland or even the Pilbara in, in general, but it's not the kind of, um, like, beauty that slaps you in the face here. It's not, like you have to, like, yeah. 
it's like take a step back and look for a little You've bit. You've got to actually, yeah, go out and experience it. Yeah, because, yeah and it's, it's not everywhere. Like, it's not like, you know, pristine waters and yeah. white sand and so people go, oh, that's your beach. But it's like, you know, come and explore Have a look. it. Yeah, come especially if you go down and say a low tide on a, on with the sun setting and, you know, the colours that sets yeah. off in the sky and those little amazing. rock pools. Yeah. And last night's sunset. Oh, mm, magic. I missed last night. Oh, too. my gosh. It was magic. I was. I've been, I didn't think there's something wrong with me. I've been falling asleep at like 8.30 every every week, every night this week. I've just been inside quite early and then oh. passing out. I, wasn't, I think I fell asleep at 8.30 last night as no, well. it was really, couch. really nice. Yeah, right. Because it was cloudy yesterday. So yeah. the whole sky lit up. I felt like it was going to rain yesterday yeah. afternoon, even this morning. I did take the dogs down the beach when I got home. It was blowing a gale. And then, um, but no, I didn't see the sunset. I just love that, like being able to walk across the road for us as well, yeah. you know, and take the dogs over there and the yeah, kids. Yeah, I and actually grew up um, on the street behind you. And yeah, so wow. we, we, I grew up on this beach. Yeah. Um, this is where I was always hanging out. We it's, used to bring all our, you know, toys and stuff and hang out in the rock pools. And, yeah. Yeah. There's so much down there. We used to drive down the spoil bank a lot because this is our second time in Headland and, um, we used to drive down the spool bank all the time and sort of spend sunsets you know, that time of the day down there. And we did it a, f- a fair bit when we moved back to town in 2018 and then we were like, well, we'll just walk across the road. Yeah, because this beach is pretty magic. <laughs> yeah, it's like, awesome. when the tide's out, yeah. like there's, and when we were kids, there were when the tide was out and in the, the deeper rock pools, you'd mm. see turtles and stuff. Yeah. Like, it's magic. Yeah. Turtles and little, um, little rays in there. Sometimes yeah. little sharks, wobby gongs and stuff cruising yeah. around. It's yeah. awesome. And then the Ockies. big conch shells that we yeah. take home to eat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my missus is obsessed with shells and this is all oh, yeah, her too. handiwork in here, by the way. She's, she loves all this yeah, sort of shells, stuff. Yeah, shells are my thing. They love shells? Um, yeah. yeah, my house is full of shells. It's a good shell beach here. It is. It, it is. Yeah, because... Um, I've got another Instagram account for my shell finds. Oh, really? And people from all over the world are always like, what beach are you at? These shells are amazing. I'm like, Port Hedland. Port Hedland, yeah. <laughs> uh, um, and then, yeah, there's and then, I mean, there's some beautiful beaches elsewhere and, and I do love a beautiful white sandy beach as well, but there's something special about about our beach here. And then there's all the inland stuff as well, you know, like I um, during when it gets a bit warmer, we like to go inland and find a little, like I love fresh water holes. I love yeah. fresh water, especially some of the, the natural springs. There's so much awesome like yeah. shit to see here that people just I'm don't I'm a little bit realize. scared of fresh water. <laughs> are you? <laughs> like when I went to Karajini um, oh, last year. That water's a bit last different. Year? No, this year as well as last year. Mm. Um and yeah, I was just like freaking out. Like once you're in, it's fine. But yeah. like for me, it's all like the fresh water is always like green and murky and I'm afraid Car- of like diseases or crocodiles. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, yeah, Karajini's got a bit, a bit of a weird feeling in some of those gorges because it's going to be so deep and it's like, you know, when there's not a lot of sun on it. You can't see. It's just no, the colours and, and it's it freezing cold. Yeah. But whereas the ocean, like, you know, even if it's murky or whatever, I still love the ocean. Mm. I feel like, you know, salt water's cleansing and yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's just since I was a kid, I've never like when we always went out to rivers and stuff. I never enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, right. Well, I love them. I love it both. I love the fresh water. I love being out, especially if we're camping there. Have been able to just go and wash yourself off, and you're all just yeah, yeah. nice and clean. Um, so you obviously grew up here. You're a Carriera girl. This is this Gariata. is still sorry. Gariata. Gariata. <laughs> Say it right. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, this this is your this is your country. Your your, your Artwork is that reflective of of that then and and yeah yeah yeah, yeah. the the water I always paint like the ocean the corals the waterways the red dirt yeah yeah the wildflowers yeah yeah and you learnt from your from your mum then I suppose I was going to ask yeah, who you learn from my and... granddad and my um, nana they've yeah. both passed on now but yeah. um so the beach 
up near the spoil bank where the caves are was um, near my granddad's house and so we always called it Granddad's Beach and it's yeah, still wow. Granddad's Beach. Yeah. Um, and that's, you know, like one of my favourite spots in the whole world. It's yeah. Just, it's so beautiful there. And just we used to go down there and he would, you know, walk me out on the reef and tell me all the stories about before the spoil bank was there. And, yeah, yeah. Um, wow. Just, yeah. And so like, I love to paint, you know, from the, the stories that, yeah. that they told me. That would have been a different place uh, back then completely. Yeah. It's yeah. <laughs> yeah, he says the the sand was beautiful and white. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's hard to picture now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know it's uh, it's a weird situation with the whole industry here, um, what it's done to the place. Yeah. And then I guess, you know, so many of us are here because of it as well. Um, yeah, I don't know really what to say about that. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, being a transient town and... Like there's a lot of people that don't live here and mm. but they work here and they always, you know, talk crap about our town. But they're, yeah. they're the ones that are here for the money and they're not here for the lifestyle. Yeah, that's right. And, yeah, I feel like once you become, you know, like a Headland family, mm. because, you know, Headland is family for a lot of people. Yeah. Um, and you really experience it, then you can only really appreciate it then. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny. You're right. The people that, that talk. Um, shit about the town of people that come through, you know, briefly or they fly and fly out. You know, they really don't, like, give it any any time. How many people have come here for work or something for a year and then just fall in love with the place and stay? Yes, that was us, you know. Yeah. we grew up, I grew up in Caratha as a kid um, and then we moved down to Perth and then me and my wife came back up here the week after we got married, 2011. So it was like honeymoon in, in Headland for us. Nice. But, um, and same, we just, we just fell in love with the place. But there's two... There's two sides of it. You know, you drive into town and you see the big eyesore across the road there and then, you know, I don't know, you just learn to ignore that. I don't yeah. even see that I, I live anymore. right next to it. Like it's when I'm washing the dishes, that's my view. Yeah, well. Like, <laughs> disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you, you do learn to switch it off though, don't you? Because then you look that way. Yeah. And then and there's, then there's the ocean. Yeah. Yeah. So for us, it's definitely definitely home. It's home for our kids as well. We went back down to Perth for a couple of years after we'd had our first um, baby, the first boy, um, because I think my wife wanted to be close to the family and the mum and sister and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. And then we pretty soon realised that we maybe didn't need family in our pocket <laughs> yeah. and um, that we didn't want to be in the city and came back up here and yeah, no plans to run off anytime soon. Yeah, yeah. I want I want to, like my boys love it here. Mm. Um, they love the lifestyle and, you know, they love their school and they love their friends. The hard part for them is... Um, you know, when a lot of people leave town, like they'll have a best friend and then their best friend leaves town and it's really hard, but I think, think they're getting a bit used to it now. They, they kind of just know that, you know, they, they meet people for a little while Mm. and you know, that's okay that, you know, people move on, but like, you just can't get this same lifestyle in Perth. We we lived in Perth for 12 years and yeah, like, you know, it was like a 45 minute drive to the beach and it was too yeah. cold to swim and, yeah. and it was always raining. And, and when it's nice, it's packed. And then there's traffic. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. It's just, you you can't beat it up here. Um, I was just having that conversation with my boy yesterday because one of his little friends is leaving this weekend or next oh, week yeah. or something and he's sort of, he's, he's a bit of an introvert. He's like, he's, he loves his art as well. He always tells me he's an artist. I mean, oh, I'm I an artist, that. Dad. So yeah, he loves his art um, and doesn't need a lot of friends, you know, yeah. but he's got sort of really just two kids he hangs out with one of them's leaving and he was saying to me yesterday I was chatting to one of the dads at school and there's two boys who are his age he sort of knows from daycare and he yeah. was like 
just off in his own little world. And then, when are we going, Dad? Come on, come on, come on. And when we, we walked off, I said, you know, you could have chatted to those boys while I was talking to their dad. And he goes, yeah, but I just like Brock and Dylan, his Aww. mates. And I said, I know, bud, but you've got to try and branch out because they, one of them's already left and come back yeah. and the other one's leaving. Like, I just hate them to be... Yeah. Put all your eggs in that one basket and then, and then they're gone. It's so hard for them. For an introvert like that, yeah, yeah. It I is. remember when my son, I think it was three years ago when he first, his best friend was first leaving town. It was his first best friend that he had and mm. he was leaving town and he was just crying and crying for like a week. He was yeah. so upset. It's hard. And we did the whole writing letters to them and stuff until they kind of lost touch because yeah. they went over to Queensland. But um, I think it just... It's sad, but it kind of gives them resilience and, and you know, he's, yeah. he's branched out and made more friends. And yeah. Yeah. There's, there's that as well, isn't it? Like, I still remember leaving Caratha when I was eight. I was devastated. Yeah. And then had to go set up back down in Perth again. And it just never, I never quite was that comfortable until yeah. I, got, I got older. I was the same. Like, we um, lived in Bunbury for a little bit before my parents divorced. Yeah. And leaving all my Bunbury friends, like, I was just... Devo. I was Devo. <laughs> I was like, this is the worst thing you could ever do to me. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, I know. It can, be, it can be hard. My wife jumped around a fair bit when she was a kid, but um, so she's probably used to it. But you do have something to have to get used to when the town isn't transient. And not just the kids. Same with us. We meet people. We get really – and I, 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 I call myself an, an introvert extrovert. So, like, I, yeah. I am sort of an introvert at heart, but I love being around people. Yeah. So, I make the effort to I go out. I think I'm and, the opposite, extroverted introvert. Oh, really? <laughs> It, it, it takes a lot of energy from me, but I do love to be around people. And then, you know, so I've only got a few close friends and then, you know, you never know if they're going to hang yeah. around or not. And yeah, it can be hard, especially when you live here your whole life and yeah. Yeah, you see you see what happens mm-hmm. to the town. Um, but I guess I was going to ask what you got going on for the future, but you've sort of, you've mentioned a bit of it. You've got the, your own um, fashion line you're going to, Bring yeah. on, uh, you're going to start next year, or I guess you're already working on it now. Yeah, working on that. Um, I just did a collaboration with The Body Shop. Oh, yeah? So um, that's in stores now if you're in Perth. Unfortunately, we don't have a body shop here. <laughs> so I was like messaging my Perth friends, please take photos. Can you get, can you get <laughs> any set up in the bungalow down here or anything like that? A little um, stall? Or? I could probably. Got everything down there, eh? Yeah. Yeah, um, and yeah, I've got a few things in the works. Um, yeah, nothing really announced yet. But yeah, yeah, right. Just, yeah. just keeping on creating. Keep, yeah, righto. Yeah. You, now, I see you got like some, I don't know if you call them um, sponsorships or paid partnerships or something like So you've got Nikon and, and Adobe. Like, how does that, how does that sort of work? Yeah, so um, yeah, Nikon contacted me on a Almost a year ago. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was like, what? Is this real? So, so they've <laughs> they got were, like representatives yeah, in, so in Australia when they, and stuff? When they or? first contacted me, they said, um, we saw your work on Instagram. We really love it. We want to send you this camera to test out and blah, blah, blah. Um, and, um, you know, take some photos for us and we'll feature you on our channels and all that. Awesome. So I was like, yeah, cool. All right, I'll do that. So I did that. Um, and then I think it was a month later, they're like, we're really, really impressed with your work. We want to... Um, make you an official, like, ambassador or creator for yep. us um, on a one-year contract. Awesome. And I was like, oh, my God, is this real? So, um, yeah, I just provide contact, um, 
content for them. Yeah. And they send me free stuff all the time. I've got this free lens. I got, you know, like. Awesome. And it's pretty cool. Um, and they're promoting you as well. Yeah. And you. so they've, we've got the My Nikon Life 10-year um, Ten years of my Nikon Life awards. It actually, if you want to enter, it ends today. Ooh. To enter, um, today's the thirtieth of uh, October. Yeah, by the way. and I'm going to be the judge for the portrait category. Yeah, wow. So I get to judge these photos and that's cool. Choose a winner. Um, it's pretty crazy, but um, yeah. When I actually signed the contract for them, there was something in there about um, not using competitor brands or whatever, mm. and. Like it mentioned something, well, just, you know, about competitive brands. And I said to them, oh, because um, on my Instagram I share a lot of tutorials about how to take photos with your phone. Yeah. And I said, oh, well, Apple is a competitive brand. So I kind of <laughs> asked them, you know, can we get a, the contract re- rewritten? Yeah. And they were happy to, yeah, well. um, you know, say that it was okay to use, you know, iPhone. It's and not then, one of the actual other photography companies. Yeah, it wasn't companies. like, you know, Canon or anything yeah. like that. But yeah. um, I'm glad I did that because then a few months later I had – Apple reach out to me. Oh, wow. And they were like, we want to send you the brand new phone. And um, they call call me like an Apple ambassador, but they don't yeah. list them publicly because they don't want you to like say sponsored by Apple. They just want you uh, to right. promote them quietly. So they send me free stuff too. Yeah, okay. <laughs> How good is that? I know. So I was like, I'm glad I did that um, yeah. contract thing. Um, You'd then, always be trying to catch yourself as well if you didn't. Like just the, how often do we use our phones and yeah, it's featured on your exactly. Instagram. Yeah, That's why be... it's important to read your contract. Yeah, um, yeah. And then, yeah, Adobe contacted me and they're like, we're doing Adobe Max. Can you be an Adobe Insider and you just, um, you know, talk about how great Adobe is and I get free stuff too. Awesome. And, and I get paid as well for that. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's another one but I can't think right now. It'll <laughs> come to you with the with the um, the Nikon stuff. Sorry, you, um, what do you what do you mean by their channels? What do they where do they feature all their works? So they- they've got um, they've got an Instagram page yep. um, and Facebook, and then they've got a Facebook group, My Nikon Life, and then their website. And they actually yep. created like a full page website for their um, creators. I think there's five of us, mm-hmm. and then we all have our own page and interview and all that on the website and everything. Yeah. So, yeah. So, is that, that five so. in Australia or five all up? In Australia. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, I'm a Nikon Australia yeah. ambassador. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> awesome, man. Creator. How good is that? And they contact you. So, that's well, there's that power of Instagram and, and social media marketing again. I just again, like really. every time I get an email, I'm like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a little bit crazy. Um, yeah, because when they first contacted me, I was like, they know who I am. That's cool, man. But that's the power of hashtags. I was hashtagging Nikon. I was going to ask you that, <laughs> if, the, if hashtags still a thing or, or not. They definitely, definitely were. They yeah, definitely yeah. are. I'm so lazy with my hashtags. Yeah, because that's how Apple found me as well. Yeah, They're right. Like, we know you use iPhone because you hashtagged iPhone. Do you like have your hashtags all saved somewhere else and you cop- just copy and paste them? Yeah, oh, I've got different such ones. A, such a pleb. I was just thinking about that before. <laughs> I've like, got it in my notes. So if it's a photography post, I have my photography ones. Yeah. Like supported by Nikon, blah, blah, blah. And then I have my, um, you know, like Aboriginal culture ones yep. and then I have my art ones and then fashion ones and so I just copy and paste. Uh, yeah. Makes it easier. Makes, <laughs> makes sense. I can't believe I only just thought about that like literally this week. I was like, I, should, I wonder if I should still be using hashtags and then I think, Definitely. I wonder if people, <laughs> if people have them saved somewhere so they have to write them out every time. <laughs> oh, mate. So I told you I'm no, no good at this sort of stuff. Um, <sighs> oh, Canva's the other one. Who? Canva. Canva. You know the 
It's like a you can design graphics and stuff on it. Oh, okay. It's an online thing. Yeah, so I'm a Canva creator as well. Canva creator. Yeah, yeah. right. So is it an app or a tool? Or It's like a website. So yeah, you just go yeah. canva.com and you can design flyers, um, yeah, right. Instagram posts. Is that sort of similar to Adobe but not as yeah. – as, uh, Yeah. Like Adobe's got more sort of um, features? Yeah. Or? Um, Canva's quite popular online, I think, because it's just an online thing. It's yeah, an app. right. Oh, yeah. it actually is an app now, but yeah, it's online as well. Yeah, okay. It's pretty easy to use. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, uh, anything specific you wanted to, to bring up or, or mention or anything you wanted to promote or, or um, oh, no? Not really. No. Um, you know, I should be promoting myself because I, I love marketing, but um, yeah. Well, that's what we're doing anyway, just yeah, getting, yeah. getting to know you um, a bit better. So, like I said, I've been so I've been super excited about this for a while. Just been following you online, and it's so exciting seeing, especially local people, just like with the buzz going on around um, everything that you're doing. It's so it's just awesome. That's yeah. sort of the whole point of what I want to do with this podcast is talk, yeah, cool. talk to people who are doing cool shit. Um, yeah. I have done some Zoom stuff, like I said, my friends down um, down in Perth with that app, and I have got another friend over in, in Queensland who's a photographer, Jay Godfrey. Like I sort of chat to him a bit as well. He used to work in Headland, which is I think where I found him on, online. But just yeah. people doing cool shit. Um, I love it. I love yeah, seeing cool. people getting out and getting after it. Oh, I should actually mention this another another app that's coming out. It's called the Sunroom, and it's for women creators. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a little bit like. Patreon, do you know Patreon? Yeah. Where you like, um, yep. and kind of like OnlyFans, but not explicit. <laughs> <laughs> where you have a profile and people pay to watch your, you know, if it was like me, tutorials yeah. or um, podcasts or videos or anything like that. Um, yeah, so I'm really excited about that. So what, that's launching soon. What's it going to be called? The Sunroom. The Sunroom, that's cool. So that's like just where, that's where people, um, obviously with Patreon and that, they can just directly sponsor the person whose artwork yeah. or content or whatever it is that they're, that they're interested in and, and you choose whatever you, you donate to it or whatever. Yeah. That's sort of the, the, the Patreon Yeah, because I, I give a lot of stuff away for free, obviously, um, yeah. and on my Instagram and, and I, you know, I love to, um, you know, share my tips and educate mm. people. But, yeah, when they contacted me from Sunroom, so I'm going to be one of the founding members, um, yeah, I just thought it was really – it was great that, like, if people want to know more and, you know, they want to support me – Mm. A little bit financially. That's yeah. that's cool with me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sweet. And and that's um, you say it's for specifically for women like creators and that that that's sort of one of your passions as well, isn't it? Um, being an ambassador for for women. And, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm just really passionate about women's rights and mm. women's birthing rights and Indigenous women's rights. Mm. Yeah, and just um, yeah. Yeah, that's that's what's super important to have ambassadors like like yourself, you know, um, role models and 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 uh, mm, try to be. <laughs> well, yeah, you are just just showing pe- showing people that like what you've done. I know that you've had um, support, but effectively you've created everything this this whole lifestyle, you, you know, yourself. Um, mm-hmm. um, this people can t- to see that and take sort of um, inspiration from that, or, or you know, even uh, notes on how to 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 help market themselves, or, or just to know that they can do that. It's, yeah. it's pretty awesome. So yeah, I'm, yeah I, I'm, thank you. I live with a strong woman, <laughs> mate. I'm all about it. Um, yeah, like strong. My sister and me are um, very close. She's she's a really strong woman as well. Yeah. I just yeah, I'm all strong for strong women mate. will change the world. Yeah, mate. Yeah. We yeah, the world needs them. It's, yeah. yeah. It's just cool that, yeah, to see you out there, like, um, yeah, as an ambassador for that as well. So, very important. Yeah, cool. 
Um, look, we've been going for 45 minutes. Oh, that time flew. Yeah, it goes quick. <laughs> we can keep chatting. We can wrap it up. We can do whatever you, whatever you want. If you want to keep chatting, I'm, I'm happy to keep going. Um, if you think that we've covered everything, then... I reckon we've covered pretty much... Covered it all? Yeah, I reckon so. Yeah, too yeah. easy. Um, how, what's the best way... Oh, I did want to ask, how's the... Um, what's the most common way that you, you're selling your artwork? Is it online? Is it auctioning? Is it through the gallery? Is it what's the? Is it a mixture of everything? Um, so I have prints and originals for sale in my shop at the bungalow. Yep. Um, but also online. Yeah. Um, so if you just go on my Instagram, which is Bobby Lockyer, mm-hmm. um, there's a link in my bio to two of my different stores. I have one that's like professional quality prints and frames and canvases and the other ones like products like cushions and mugs and yep. and all that sort of stuff. So and like the online shops do really well. Yeah. Cool. Um, and the best part about it is like it's a third party. So I don't have to do any of that. Oh it, cool. It's just um, you know, someone places an order and then they pack and send it for me. Beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I don't have to worry about sending stuff. No, yeah, that would, yeah, you don't need another job. Another uh, job, yeah. <laughs> hey, um, well, we've sort of covered this sporadically throughout, but but what's the best way people can follow you, support you, engage you, you know, all that sort of stuff? You said there's um, there's going to be uh, the sunroom coming on next year, um, later, later this year. It should be coming very soon. Yeah, We're so that's just waiting for the final bugs or whatever to be fixed in the app. Yep. But it's all been approved by the App Store, and so it should be very soon. Beautiful. That's a way to uh, to, to support you. So you get the um, Four Oceans, and then Bobby Lockyer, the two websites. Bobby Lockyer Instagram. Yep. Um, you're down at the bungalow there as well. Yeah. That, is that that someone's always in that shop during the week? Are they or mm. no? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ask. Okay. All right. But <laughs> I'm, I'm I try to be there during school hours, but yeah. sometimes I'm. Out doing a lot of so other no, stuff. no one else um, mans that desk or anything when you're not, not at there. The no. Okay, all right, no. all right. So, yeah, mate. Um, well, thanks heaps for coming on. I mm. know that you're busy. Um, like I said, it took a little while to put together, and I know you're a little bit nervous when you walked in here. I hope that we got rid of all that and just yeah. yeah. All right, thanks for having me. No, no, I loved it. Yeah, yeah, I love it. And <laughs> I'll um, I'll make sure I, I put a proper post on Instagram with some some um, with your uh, Instagram on there and some decent hashtags and see if I all can right, cool. <laughs> <laughs> do my job a little bit better. Yeah. All right, thanks very much for that. No Bobby. worries. Awesome. Thank che- you. Cheers. <laughs>